Hi, this is Marilyn Ball, your host of Speaking of Travel, and I am sitting here in this lovely coffee shop, Asheville Coffee Roasters, and we're here to talk about one of downtown Asheville's most iconic landmarks, the red 1963 British Ladeca coffee bus located at 41 Biltmore Avenue. Greg Bounds first brought this bus to Asheville with an really an incredible amount of hard work and determination and opened the doors as a coffee bus in 1999. In 2009, Karen and Jeff Lazaro purchased this incredibly cool eclectic bus and have owned and operated it ever since as Double D's Coffee and Desserts. Well, just about everyone you speak to knows about the bus. They've heard about the bus. They've been on the bus. At least they've seen the bus. It's a part of Asheville's downtown history. And here to find out more about how this vintage red bus has warmed its way into the hearts of so many is Greg Bounds and Karen and Jeff Lazaro. So, Greg, let's start with you. How did you even come up with this idea to start a business in a double-decker bus? The first thing we were thinking about it was that we purchased the prop. We saw an empty lot in downtown Asheville, and I couldn't afford a a uh, to put a building on the property at that point. So we decided to what we we wanted to be. We were in the coffee business at the hospitals and whatnot. So we decided we wanted to put a coffee shop, and um, I wanted to be able to have people come inside. So. We start kicking it around, and we decided to get a double-decker bus from England. So, Greg, how did you acquire this bus, and how in the world did you get it to Asheville? It was a, a company out of Chicago had some tour buses, and then they were marketing this bus down in uh, Marietta, Georgia. And so once we made the deal on the, van, on the, on the bus, uh, I went to Atlanta and paid for it and drove it back. It was a karaoke kind of bus for bachelor parties and everything to go to Buckhead. So nine hours later, it was here in Asheville. And back in those days, it was definitely challenging to get permits and all of that. We know that it was it was challenging. It was um, it was truly an act of love, I would imagine, that you wanted that red double decker bus to be sitting on that corner in Asheville, and it has truly become an iconic symbol when you come downtown of Asheville. So my question is, how long did you own the business? Uh, it's been a while now, so 99, I had it 98, 99, maybe uh, two years possibly, I think, and um, then things have happened in life, so I sold the bus and kept the property, and um, then later on sold the property. So Karen and Jeff have it now, which is awesome. So Karen and Jeff, here you are. You own the double-decker bus, and... Like I said earlier, everybody knows about this bus. I mean, you can't walk downtown without people knowing about the bus or seeing the bus. People love this bus. It's just got a warm, fuzzy feeling way before Asheville was ever thought of as Paris of the South or had this vibe that was going on. That bus symbolized something that was really magical. So, Karen, tell us a little bit about what was going on in your head when you and Jeff here suddenly decided, hey, let's buy the bus. 
Well, we have an entrepreneur streak in us, especially my husband. And um, he j we lived around the corner from the bus, and uh, we saw that it was for sale. And so my husband's wheel started turning about, you know, about making it an interesting business. I was working for the bank at the time, and uh, we just thought that it would be an awesome, cool business to have. So we started to work towards that, and we ended up purchasing it. Uh, I guess to follow up on that, yeah, I was trying to give her a job, a new job. She didn't like the bank, um, but it was a very unique idea. Um, we thought it was a great idea, the concept of it, um, and just, you know, the 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 greatness of it. Um, we enjoy dealing with people and working with people. Um, so it was just, uh, we came from a family business, which is in the restaurant business and stuff, and uh, we thought it'd be an easier task, and it was just something we wanted to do. So let me ask you, it's a, it's a coffee bus, so people can come in and they can get coffee. Um, you bought it from, so Greg had it, then he sold it, then it sold again, mm -hmm. and then it sold to you. The fourth owners over here. So what kind of renovations did it take? Like when you first went into the bus and you made the decision, the deal closed, what, what did you have to picture in your head that you wanted? And then what did you have to do to make that happen? Um, well, the first thing we decided to do was redo the back patio, um, you know, with the, the bricks, those beautiful trees that were planted. We love them. We'd never change a thing. But it, it, the roots were pushing up the bricks. So we redid the whole back patio. It came out beautiful. Um, painting the bus, you know, keeping everything up. The patio, the garden area on the patio, all the flowers and pots and all that we did. And just continuously keeping it up, which my husband does on a regular basis. Um, but the person who owned it before us did gut the bus, and she made a lot of uh, renovations to it, which added the eclectic feel of the bus upstairs and downstairs. We try to maintain that and keep it nice. Um, like, for instance, we had uh, the wallpaper was, was going in one area, so we couldn't find the matching wallpaper. So one of our artist baristas painted a beautiful uh, mountainscape on there, and that's really cool. Cityscape. Oh, city, sorry. <laughs> um, About the renovations. Yeah, the renovations. I will, uh, Greg was the idea. Um, the second owner, Rolana, we didn't know much about her. The third owner, Nicole Mitzel, we give her credit because she really gutted the whole thing, expanded the bottom part, and, you know, did an awesome job upstairs as far as the eclectic feel. So when we actually came in, yeah, we did our, or, or minor to me uh, adjustments and then just every year every day you know my idea is if you're not growing you're dying so we continue to try to take care try to add to make it just make it unique well I can tell you since I've lived here in Asheville for so many years and when Greg brought that bus to Asheville, it was like, what in the world is this? This double-decker bus that you see in London sitting smack dab in the middle of downtown, which at that time wasn't really the middle of downtown. It, it was really very visionary of you, Greg, I have to say, to think. And so, Karen and Jeff, you've had some challenges, too, because when you bought the bus, boom, suddenly there was this growth 
in downtown Asheville and there was a lot of construction going on. How did you maintain all of that while that was going on? It was very tough in the beginning. I'd say really the first six years, um, but especially the first like two years because the economy wasn't doing very well when we bought the bus. And then they decided to build the Aloft Hotel right next door. That was a year and a half after we opened, which was just, I mean, it was really hard. The noise, the dirt, um, just everything. We lost the parking that was there before where people would park and come around and see the bus and come in. Um, But all that said, after that all finished up and the hotel was built and there was a new garage there, things definitely got better. But that whole end of town changed too with all the the new restaurants like Chestnut and then Wicked Weed. So that whole area did grow um, from that point. So it did get better, but it was very tough in the beginning. No, I think she did pretty good at that job. (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. In fact, you know, I really admire what you've done because we've seen it in the years of growth in this town that uh, the businesses that can maintain during these times of growth uh, really are to be commended uh, for your patience and their hard work and and your determination and love that this is really a special, special part of what this history and what this town is all about. And you were talking about that patio and how you had to uproot, you know, take it all apart. And now uh, it's just like a little oasis in the middle of downtown. It's just the sweetest little shady place in the middle of downtown Asheville. And you can go in and get really great coffee. So let's talk about that, just how this vision for you, now that you've been through the trials and the tribulations and the, the challenges, uh, you know, the bus now is this iconic symbol of downtown Asheville, and you can go there and be somewhere else. It doesn't even feel like you're in Asheville sometimes when you're sitting under those trees and drinking your, your wonderful cup of coffee with, and I have to say this, you know, your bar, bar, baristas, the people who work there, are so friendly and so nice, and there's always kids in there, families. You must be loving life. It's very enjoyable. That's probably my favorite part of of the bus is just seeing people come in with the smiles always. It's so unique that they can't help it. They come in, they smile, they're in a good mood. Kids love it. Adults love it. They're like, wow, you know. (laughs) Um, Well, uh, one of our things, too, is, listen, the bus will attract people. Um, As far as a marketing tool, it was a great idea for a bus. it just attracts the people, but our biggest thing is the patio is just as important to us because that keeps people there. Our service, our quality of product always keeps bringing people back and talking about us. That's why on most uh, Yelp, TripAdvisor, Google, we're a four and a half plus. So um, we're there for, for good. You know, we, we have the product and we have the, uh, and the icon to, to bring people here. Well, let's talk about your desserts a little bit, because we've talked about your coffee, but it's there's desserts in there. There, I was in there the other day and had a, a smoothie or a shake. It was unbelievable. I'm not kidding. It was like, why didn't I know more about what was going on in this bus? So how do you keep up with all your new ideas and what you want to introduce and, and launch next? Well, as far as the desserts go, I guess you can consider the milkshake like a dessert. They are amazing. Um, all ice cream. Uh, very good. The other desserts, though, um, 
we can't really take credit for it. We use a local baker, uh, Baycampton, for our brownies and our cookies. Um, but people really enjoy them. We make brownie sundaes and cookie sundaes with the ice cream and the, the chocolate syrup. And, um, and then the all-fruit smoothies are awesome. But um, people seem to enjoy it. So, Greg, I want to ask you, now you're sitting back, you have your own coffee place up here in Woodfin, and you see Karen and Jeff, and they've got your bus, your dream that you had brought up here all those years ago. How does that make you feel? Oh, I'm so happy for Jeff and Karen that they kept the bus going for the last 10 years, and I think it's an asset to the city of Asheville, so... Uh, we hear nothing but good things about the bus. So, Karen and Jeff, tell me, what is your future plan? What What are you thinking with this bus? That uh, now Asheville is really almost maxed out in some ways. There's just a lot of foot traffic. There's, I'm sure, back in the day, the traffic downtown was in the winter, probably not so much, but now we've got four great seasons and people coming all year round. How do you see growing with the bus? Do you see a, um, a, a future where the bus gets on wheels and you drive it down the road? Oh, hell no. <laughs> um, that bus has been there 20 years and hopefully it'll be there for 20 more. Uh, this is why I'm answering the question because my wife definitely has a different opinion. But um, the bus will be there as long as the bus can be the bus. I don't know how long they last and how long they're meant to last, but I'll keep fixing and keep painting, and uh, hopefully the bus will be there as long as we can. Um, the only thing about that is is that it's you know it, we don't own the property; we lease the property, so we're not in control of that part of it. But what my husband is saying is that he'll keep it as long as we can keep the bus there the bus will be there. In the future, if we needed to move the bus to another spot, that's, that's a consideration. Um, we live in Mars Hill now, and it's a little college town. You know, they'd love to have that there. But right now, we're good. we're good there with the lease that we have, and we're going to be there as long as we can. Well, it's certainly an iconic uh, historical piece of our Asheville history. The Greg, I have to commend you for all those years ago, your grit and determination that you're going to bring the party bus up to Asheville, North Carolina, and turn it into this, you know, really groovy place where people can come. And and really, I mean, I've heard this from a lot of people. And, and I'm going to ask you and Karen and Jeff, people really feel that that's a magical bus, you know, that magic happens there. Do you get that from people who come into the bus? Absolutely. Yeah, you do feel you do feel magic because when they walk in, it's they're just their expressions and and how they feel about being in there. It does it does have a bit of magic to it. Um, Something it's so unique as the bus people really enjoy. And Jeff, you were going to talk about the patio. um, And and I want to talk about the bricks, because that was something that I noticed when I was over there the other day, that there are bricks there that have names on it. Like, what's up with that? Yeah, I guess about two years ago, um, we needed to change the uh, front part of the patio because the bricks were getting pretty uh, unleveled and just not safe. 
So in the back of my mind, I wanted to bring Asheville, you know, part of it. I mean, because the bus is Asheville. So I give people the opportunity to have engraved bricks on the patio. 30% of the donations go to uh, Mana Food Bank, uh, Meals on Wheels, and Riverlink. Um, we've been doing that for two years. It's We put bricks in, we take them out, and uh, probably come next year in March will be the last that we put bricks in. Right now, we probably have over 200 bricks in there. We have movie quotes. We have inspirational quotes. Um, we got people buying bricks just with their own personal messages and stuff and the only thing we ask is no politics or religion but other than that the people love the patio it's brought an extra touch to it when people are looking down they see the jokes they see the it it just makes it, it makes me feel good to see how much people actually are looking down and reading the patio that is so cool. And, and again, I want to commend you on your collaboration. You know, so much of what Asheville is about is collaboration and partnership and working together. And um, just like restaurants are, are getting vegetables and f farm fresh uh, things from the garden, from the farmers here, and you're getting your desserts from, from local bakers. And, and you've got this wonderful opportunity for people to actually imprint their message or their name and be there as part of this magical place um, really says a lot. And I want to commend you for doing that because being able to say, we want people to come here and enjoy being here and we want to give back to our community uh, is really an important part of the fabric of what this town is all about. So I say congratulations to both of you and to Greg as well for um, for being here. And thank you so much for sharing some of your history with us. You're welcome. And Karen and Jeff, I wanted to ask, is there a website uh, that people can go to to find out more information? Um, we have DoubleDsCoffee.com. So it's Double D's, like... Yeah, DoubleDsCoffee.com. Double D... D's with a S, coffee.com. Great. Jeff, thank you so much for being on Speaking of Travel. Thank you, Marilyn. Thank you. And you too, Karen. Thank you, Marilyn. This is Marilyn Ball. You're listening to Speaking of Travel.